Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. The following is an original, actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. Ildov is gone. It's Mephistopheles. We're I'm sure of it. You know, if we want to... Correlation's not causation and all, and I understand that, but... but What is he standing on? Yeah. Feet? Updated inventories, you say. Well, but these scrolls that we have are not inventories. They are they are blueprints and designs for what's being built, but I'll, I'll happily take these inventories that you have. Yeah, the pit. The pit. <laughs> no, it's, it's, it's really just sort of a... Uh, a tube of wood. Who doggy? We get to start off by doing our favorite thing, reading a new review. This one comes to us from Mike Lee, Lit, L-I period, and says, I'm about 10 episodes deep and it just keeps getting funnier. It evokes both campaign and comedy envy in me. Aw, well we're jealous of you too, Mike, for reasons and stuff. You know, we could read your review on the air, you just have to write one. As for today's episode, this one was recorded the same time as last week's, so Fred still sounds like he's wearing an astronaut's helmet. Add your appropriate grains of salt. Now, let's hit it and crit it. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on the show, the party awoke in the building that they were squatting in in Bastavier to discover that Ildov was gone. She had left them a note that said only, sorry to do this, I'll rejoin you soon, hopefully this won't take long, don't wait for me. 
Ildov, and it was sealed with a kiss. The rest of the party discussed briefly what exactly it was that was going on, and Eowyn mentioned to the party what she saw back in the Bloodied Maw, the strange demonic image that overlaid Ildov's head. The party uh, worried quite a bit about what this could mean. Is Ildov coming back? Would she possibly be lost to them forever? They don't know. But they could not let that waylay them fully as they have a mission regardless. So they set back out into the street with their cult disguises on and decided to investigate the uh, construction site that was to their east, the one where they saw siege towers being built. In doing so, uh, they saw that there were six siege towers under construction as well as four catapults and quite a lot of cultists in the area with one who was clearly in charge, uh, sort of walking around, inspecting, and giving direction. They quickly came up with a plan to steal the blueprints that she was using by posing them as themselves cultists with blueprints to replace them. Cassian's plan was to charm <laughs> her and convince them to swap them out. Uh, that part went swimmingly, though Yarfik, uh, seeing the plight of the civilians being forced to work, uh, did attempt to get a little bit of justice and in the process got elbowed wickedly in the side of the head, almost blowing their cover. Um, <clears throat> but the rest of the plan went swimmingly. Cassian charmed the, the, the overseer. Uh, they were able to swap out the blueprints and then steal away before anything was noticed. They inspected the blueprints, seeing exactly what it was that, the, uh, that they were that was being built, rather. Uh, and then Yarfik uh, sent a sending to Sir Therifed back in the Tempered Steel camp to let him know that there were siege towers and catapults being built, and also that the lost city of Caneloth has been discovered underneath Bastafier. Uh, the party then set off northward to investigate the large hole in the ground, and that is where we pick up. So, Yarfik, Cassian, and Eowyn, uh, you are all uh, reculted. And uh, you are moving northward to that row of buildings that you know just on the other side of them like is where that hole in the ground is. Reindoctrinated, sure. Yeah, you've uh, you've drank the Kool Aid again. Mm -hmm. Not that Kool Aid. Oh no, of course no, not. No, the no. Different Kool Aid. Uh, and uh, you are now heading northward. You're sort of at the north of the square that the building you were in is on, uh, and you know just on the other side of this row of buildings is your quarry, so to speak. Now, they were bringing people in the last last time we came through, right? They were getting more people to bring down there, correct? You were the one that talked to them, Cassian. They were, what, they were doing... They when were you were up above, away. we were still in the sewer. You said you talked to the people before you brought them down for us to basically slip their throats and send them down Chunk River. They were bringing another group of people to the thing, or...? Yes, apparently, yeah, they're, they're bringing loads of prisoners into that pit. Uh, presumably, I'm just going to go out on a limb here as a sacrifice. Would it be more advantageous then for you two to bring me as a prisoner and I get sent down into the mine or whatever it is? We could try it. I sort of got the impression that it's like that they're sending them in big batches. Um, I'm a pretty big batch. Well, that's... that's you're you not son wrong. of a batch. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think you can sort of act like you're 20 people? Do you know me? <laughs> Silly uh, question. certainly you're think right. Yaffa can make the smell of 20 people. Thank you, Eowyn. Bazinga. <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe you're right. Maybe we should just sneak over as cultists and get a lay of the land first. Why, do we, why don't we just go look first and see what they're doing? Perhaps we can either sneak down or, or we can try and... and sneak you on like into a group of prisoners 
uh, something. I just, you know, I, th- I think we should. I agree. We, we have lots of sneaky options. Fools we'll rush in, as they say. Start with reconnaissance. You All right, so let's head over. We're heading to the network. So uh, are you going to go around through the street? Are you going to cut through an alley? Um, I think we can probably just, is it just like one alley away from where we are now? Yeah. Oh, let's just alley it then, right? Yeah, well. You emerge from the alley. And uh, now in full view of this this area, you realize that you've been here before. Well, two of you have. This is the location of Grumman's warehouse, where the you yeah, where oh. you first learned that Gulric would double cross you. Uh, oh. It is no longer a warehouse, though. <laughs> it is now a forty foot wide, roughly square hole in the ground. So that was part of a long game? I thought he was just like taking out a business rival or something. That's what I thought too. Apparently we were not thinking this far ahead. Wow. Damn. Hanging above the hole in the ground uh, from four tented beams is a large pulley mechanism with a thick rope that dangles down into the hole. The other end of the rope trails to a metal yoke on a short, thick post at the hole's edge. Uh, and then trails through it and uh, is laying on the ground amid a group of civilians, all of whom are chained together at the neck. Um, there are some rope ladders affixed to the edges of the hole as well. And to the uh, side of the hole is that large bonfire um, that you could see prior. You'd estimate it to be probably about 20 feet in diameter. Looks like it's currently a bunch of dried straw broken timbers and building materials and there are some bodies in it as well it is just belching black smoke upward in this thick column with your glance around there you'd see there are about 10 cultists in the area Uh, one of them looks to be ready to command the the civilians at the rope one of them is looking down the hole and seems to be conversing you'd guess based on his gestures uh, the rest stand amid a pile of boxes and cages. Do any of them look like they are the ones with the giant like tentacles on the back of them, like humped over? Or? Uh, roll perception. Nine. It's hard to tell. The, the the wind is is blowing through here kind of lazily, and it's like billowing a lot of their robes, so you can't really see with much definition. <sighs> they could just be fat. I'm sorry, Sam. You said that the cultists, uh, the prisoners, are they're chained together at the neck, and how are they connected to the rope and pulley system? Uh, they're not connected to the rope and pulley system, but they're all sort of like standing on either side of the rope. It looks like they're, they are the mechanism that raises and lowers it. Oh, I see. I was misunderstanding. I thought these were the tributes or whatever. Okay. Well, there are also boxes and cages, and the cages do have people in them. Those are separate. (sighs) But you said there's also rope ladders going down in that we could climb on. Correct. And what what are the number of enemies? Uh, you'd, You'd estimate 10 cultists in the area. Okay. I feel like we can take them, guys. Right? Like, this might be the time to show our hand. Because I don't think that they're going to follow us down into the pit if we go there. I sort of feel like that's, like, the next level down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's. this is just the taste of what we're probably going to see down there. Yeah. So do you want to kind of, like, do a prison break here? I kind of do. It would create a distraction to get us down there. So as you're having this conversation, the slaves have picked up the rope, and they have begun to pull 
Um, so they're just, they're picking it up and just walking straight backward like they're in a tug-of-war. Whatever's on the other end at the bottom of that pulley is starting to come up. As it moves up, uh, a couple more of those, those head wings fly up out of the hole. Mostly just looks like as if they were like bats being disturbed. Uh, they fly up out of the hole as the rope begins to move. Creaks moves further and further. We should watch this, see what happens. And uh, after about a minute or so, some figures come into view. The troll is the first one you see um, uh, because it's so tall. And as it rises further, you can see that it's it's already wearing that living armor that you have seen trolls wear oh, before. But this one is wearing it on both front and back. Double flagging? Double flagging, yes. The next thing you see is a gargoyle, but it's larger than those you've faced so far, and it has two wicked-looking horns on its head. The final two forms are humanoid, uh, who you see from behind. They sport that oh-so-familiar reptilian skin on the backs of their heads, though they are shirtless. They show no signs of an eye stalk or tentacle, and you notice that with the uh, the reptilian skin on them, uh, what you've seen on on like the tentacle bros before, it's usually been like half to three quarters, <clears throat> like not not fully encasing. Right. On these two, it looks like complete. Um, God, it's cultists to be 2.0. So as the platform reaches the top. Some of the cultists that were by the boxes and cages come over and they sort of uh, affix these like anchors to the sides of the platform. Um, and once that's all done, the cultist that's sort of uh, commanding the slaves at the yoke sort of uh, moves this lever, which seems like it locks the rope in place so that the platform is stable. And then the two shirtless cultists uh, or the, the shirtless ones uh, with the snaky heads that are on the platform turn to exit the platform. And you can see that their heads are fully snake heads. They've improved the process. Uh, they are just literally snake heads on muscular human bodies. Um, as soon as the platform is secured, this quartet of the troll, the two gargoyles, and the two snake bros, for lack of a better word, um, Slither Bros. They walk off the platform, uh, and they begin traveling eastward together in a group. Um, meanwhile, the other cultists in the area start moving the cages and boxes onto the platform. Oh, do we follow okay. them or do we save people? I think we save them. You know, uh, presumably those things are going to the front lines, which definitely sucks. But I think we can do more by disrupting the op the, the operation here going forward than just tagging that specific group. of I think so. I think you're right. We need we need to save as many people as we can. All right, so let's do this. Um, we've got some big area of effect spells, right? I don't necessarily want to burn out very highest level spells, but if I cast sleep at second or third level, I can probably take out a good chunk of the enemies. And Ao and you can blast some with a fireball, right? Or she can sleep them. Well, I or I can. Yes, I I could do either. I suppose. I mean, but the only problem with fireball is that I'd I'd have no way to protect the people in the cages. Are there any cultists that are not standing near prisoners, Sam? I uh, no. Are they so mixed in with the prisoners that, like, are they at least in a distinct group from the prisoners so that we could target just them with sleeps? Uh, not really, because they're they're all sort of moving in and out of these, like, boxes and crates, and uh, uh, boxes and cages, rather. So there, there's a lot of intermingling. 
Yeah, we'd have to get in there and, and take them out one by one. Okay, well, let's do that then. Infiltration style, right? Let's see how much chaos we can cause before they realize it's us. May as well. Eowyn, do you want to hang back and maybe get in a building somewhere and like overlook everything so you can hit them with range spells? Uh, I, I suppose that I can do that. I know you hate oh, to be in the middle ooh. of a battle, so... Oh, uh, one other idea. Um, <clears throat> I could summon some animals. I could get some stingy bugs and try to try to uh, disrupt, like have them target the cultists. Wouldn't it wouldn't hurt us. Uh, let me just check real quick again what kind of options I have here. Freaking cultist T one thousands. They're not made of metal. <laughs> no. I also think you have a. Th- you're just you're recreating GI Joe the movie. This is not Cobra Law. <laughs> <laughs> and I All guarantee right. you, I don't have a character named Serpentor. <laughs> <laughs> not Sir Pentor? No, not that either. I could do... Hmm. Do you have a character named Galobulus? Again. Wait, what? <laughs> Nothing. I'm making dumb jokes. It's my <laughs> thing that I do. You've met me, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I've heard rumor. This is not here what you were saying. All right. Uh, what if I send some, some snakes in there? Some snakes? Like some, some flying snakes? snakes? I was going to just do regular snakes, but um, because I think I can get more of those. But Okay. Well, no, they're the same challenge rating what did i get eight flying snakes before uh yes i think so i think so Let me just double check how the spell yeah, six came sure. back because the, there were two that didn't make it all oh, right my two other plus two spell level challenge rating okay my other thought casting is if we can do this quietly can we get to the the uh the entrance nearest to the tempered seal camp and you know open it up and let them in get some allies in here oh will they I guess I thought they were not into getting into coming into the city at this point. They well, they weren't good with a full frontal assault. But if we remember talking to Sir Therifin, they said if we could do a surgical strike into certain places, if we knew where we were going. But they said they would they would send in a team if we if we got the gates open or something. Well, well their of... issue was that they they had no way in, they, and the gates were all barred and shut. So if we if we could get a gate open, I suppose that. That in and of itself could be the distraction that we might need. Yeah, if nothing That's else. actually a great idea. But I love that. Is there a gate close to this part of the sawtooth? Uh, there's, if I if I remember correctly, there's a I'm gate to, to the west from here, uh, but the Tempered Steel Camp is to the north, so that gate would be closer to them if we went, but we'd have to go up through the barter. I could also send a sending spell to Sir Therifin and said, you know, mass your forces outside the west gate. You could, yes. Then I mean, that's it, true. any of these things would take time. Right, that's the problem. Uh, I'm not so much. I don't have so much of a problem with it taking time, but we need to know what the defenses are like on that gate right now. We'd have to we go s- either way to, to them. We'd have to open the gate for them. They can't open the gate, so we'd have to go and do that. No, I know, but I'm saying we would need to know. I, I, I just before we guarantee to Sir Therford that we can get the gate open, I'd like to know what's actually guarding. You know what I'm saying? So, which gate would you like us to go to? I, I say let's go to the one that's close to here because we'd want them. If they can get into here, they can disrupt that siege works and this operation here, which is potentially very valuable. And not have to go across more of the city. Then that does work. Right. I'm up for it, Eowyn. Are you good? Yes. So we're not doing anything about these people. If we can do this stealthily enough, let's try, free these people, and then go to the gate. Okay, fair enough. Let's do that. Um, sorry, I was just looking up what kind of animal options I have. Um, so I think I think our, my best bet is going to be a swarm of something small and poisonous, which is why I was thinking snakes. 
So do snakes swarm? Well, I can summon eight of them. That's like a decent sized swarm. I I was thinking more along the lines of the actual like definition of swarm in D and D. Like I don't think there are. Oh, I do have some swarm options, but I don't know how that works with conjure. Like there are some swarms, but I don't know if I can conjure those with conjure animals. Um, I would imagine you could. It's just a matter of like the CR. So basically, I have up to two total CR, which means that if I'm using CR one eighth creatures, then I. I think that means I can have eight of them, right? Or four. 16 of them. It would be 16 if you have up to I, two. I actually don't think the spell goes above eight is, is the only thing, though. So technically, it's a more efficient use to get eight okay. quarters the other thing. Yeah. Which, happily, there is a thing here called Giant Poisonous Snake. It is a CR1-4. Um, even though it is, it's medium size, so I guess it's giant for a snake, but it's still it's the size of a person. So I'm going to go ahead and summon, yeah, I'm going to summon some of those. And I'm going to tell them to go um, attack the, the, the robe-wearing guys that are not the three of us. Yeah, so I'm going to, you know, sort of out of sight, do my little summoning circle thing and speak my fake elvish and summon you're, you're my, my fairy language. Well, it's not, it's not elvish elvish, it's like the language of the fae wild and call upon this uh, tribe of shape-shifting fairy spirits that I'm allied with. Okay, well, and, you, you uh, gotta say it. Okay. Starbot. Starbot! Starbot was definitely what that ended with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's, you know, the Sounds implication like some... isn't exactly the same every time. God, Discount so. Star Trek ripoff. It's like a Transformers meets Star Trek. I'm not an android, I am a Starbot. <laughs> I come to your planet in peace. It's like the discount version of Battlestar Galactica. Is that Starbuck? No, no, no. I'm Starbot. Yeah. Okay. So you are summoning eight giant poisonous snakes. Yes. So I have the stats up here. If you want me to just tell you them, uh, I've I've got it in you the got it. Okay. in the book. I keep the book handy for that precise reason. Uh, cool. Hey guys. Uh, what do you say we uh play on a map? Oh yeah. no, not a map! Get out a map! Making the map revealing! Wow, it's it's a square. <laughs> you sound underwhelmed. Well, it's it's a it's a square with squiggles in it. Oh, now it's gonna get good. Hold on. Wow, you have crates. These are oh my god, these are creepy. So is that that the platform there, or is that? So the the platform is in that big black circle in the okay. center. Okay. Uh, the brown things are the tented beams that hold the rope. Right. Uh, that squiggle over yonder is the uh, the bonfire. Mm-hmm. Um, the the rope is over there with the civilians. I don't have the civilians on the map, but you guys can right, do right. it for now. And where's the hole? Directly underneath it? or Directly underneath the platform. So it, okay, is so it I didn't the know. same size as the platform? That's what I was uh, No, the platform, there's about like a foot of clearance on either. That's what I was wondering because I, I didn't see that. So, Question, Sam. Answer, um, Fred. Are, have they loaded any actual prisoners onto the platform at this point? Yes. Damn. Okay. That's, that's what this box is. Yeah, so the big the big boxes are the cages. The little boxes are the, are the little boxes. <laughs> Thank okay. you for that, Sam. That, and now I understand better. And I can't. Where are um, we? You can't, um, what? what can't Sorry, you? I was going to wait for the answer to John's question, but I can't totally tell which of these minis. Are these all cultist minis, or do you have actual prisoner minis? Those are all cultist minis. The um, okay. the boxes, the, the, the big boxes are cages. They have prisoners in them. Otherwise, the uh, the rope is 
where where John is pointing, and that that has the string of ten ten prisoners okay. on it. I just didn't put minis out for it. Anyone? Okay. Can you unlock their stuff with knock? Oh, I thought you could. Uh, I can. Um, it is very loud. Oh, okay. Well, I think we're going to be causing a, a disturbance regardless, right? Uh, but we also might want to save it to open the gate. Oh, right. That's still a plan. Yeah. Okay, fair. Well, the other yeah. thing is I have to double check what the particulars of knock are. Uh, knock only opens one thing. Mm-hmm. So I would it would only be able to unlock one of the prisoners. <laughs> Not all for the, of For them. the amount of sound we're going to have. So it would be a 300-foot radius loud booming noise that would unlock one set of manacles. I mean, really kind of cool to see, but still no. Uh, I mean, you could unlock other stuff. You could unlock the like the thing that's holding the rope in place and make the platform drop, but there's someone on it now. Right. Yeah, that was uh, I was thinking that, but yeah, that's why I asked about it. Just yeah. Where are we located right now? Uh, so you... An alley over the there. alley over there. Okay, so uh, I'm going to have the snakes go up and start attacking the cult, just like being as inconspicuous as possible until they start attacking. There's um, no grass for them to hide in. No, but the guys aren't necessarily looking at them. Like, they're not necessarily looking over here, you know? Okay, um, so uh, so what, what are the directions that you're giving the snakes? Um, attack uh, anybody in these robes that is not us uh, in this area. Okay. Um, so go ahead and uh, roll stealth for the snakes. Yeah. Their stats. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they got plus four decks, so that's pretty good. Sorry, I'm using my dice roller out here. Yeah, a swarm of snakes coming out from an alleyway. That's not conspicuous 16. at all. Sixteen. Well, I'm hoping they at least won't be able to see where they're coming from. Yeah. Okay, so the uh, snakes all emerge from the alleyway, sort of en masse, terrifying slithering through, uh, you know, they're all pretty large, like, they're they're the size of, like, um... A dwarf, right? Like, they're medium size. Yeah, I'd say they're, like, the size of, like, a large dog. Uh, You would not want to meet a group of eight of these in a dark alley, that's for damn sure. No. Um, As they all sort of swarm over... And the uh, the cultists don't notice them until they're upon them. Essentially, nice. uh, you just said said attack them until uh, attack everyone wearing these robes. That's not us, right? Yes. Okay. Yep. Yeah, I'll give them. They get a free round yes. uh, because they are surprising. Oh, and can I just like say while they're slithering over, I'm going to say to the others what I was kind of thinking we do here is run up and pretend like we're on the cultist side, like be like, oh, we, we, we saw what's going like, like run in like we're trying to help them and sort of like subtly like push people into the pit and stuff. Yeah, I was thinking the like exact it. same thing. Wow, that's great minds. Hey, same page. Hey, awesome. high five. I high five and you pound and it doesn't work. Yep. <laughs> you just catch his fist. Yep. Uh, so you, uh, so go ahead and roll, uh, Roll an attack for the first snake okay. on this cultist. Yeah, plus six to hit. That's an 11. Okay. 11 does not hit. So the first snake okay. uh, goes to bite, um, and the cultist uh, sort of like swings the box that it was carrying and knocks the snake out of the way so it doesn't yeah. make any contact. Uh, go ahead and roll the next one. Okay, next one is Now, these are a... poisons. They're not constrictors, right? They can't do a constrict Correct. attack? Or... Right. Okay. I, I could have gotten constrictors, but I figured poison was better for causing panic. And... Yeah, definitely. All right. Um, 
That's a 20 not natural. That hits. Okay, so then uh, they do 1d4 plus 4, so that's 7 damage. And then he has to make a DC 11 constitution save or take extra poison damage. Uh, he does not. Yeah, okay, so... That's 3d6 poison damage, which is 10. Okay, so the first one falls. Yes! Snakes! <laughs> um, and now we need to roll initiative. Wait, the only got two attacks? Well, one of them died, and in his death throes, he yelled, so the rest of them are now aware. I see. Okay, gotcha. So, Cassian's initiative, oof, that's not great, that's an 11. Yarfix is an 18. Um, do I roll for all the snakes at once? Uh, they're just gonna go on your turn. Oh, okay. Uh, let me roll for Aowen. <clears throat> uh, can you hand me Aowen's character sheet? Thank you. Um, and Aowen got a 17. So, Yarfix, you're first. So I hear the scream. Oh, you hear this? Well, you all saw this. I mean, there was no missing it. Right, right. But I'm saying our plan was like, hear the scream. Yeah. Lana. So I'm going to go big wink to Cassian and run out going, what's going on? And, and just run over trying to like see the snakes and get to them quickly. So, uh, so you just dashing? I'm just dashing. Okay. So 50 feet. But I'm going to go around the snakes so they don't get at me. And I'm going to try to come to the back end over here. That's as far as you can get. Okay. Uh, Eowyn is next. Um, and she is going to uh, she's going to do something similar. She's going to run out and say, "Oh dear, uh, what is going on?" <laughs> uh, she's going to stay hugging the building a little of, bit of course, more. Of course, um, sure, her mama didn't raise no fool. Uh, Cassian, you're up. Okay, great. Um, I'm also going to run out and uh, sorry. How far away are we from that thing? Uh, more than sixty feet. Oh, wait, how big are these squares on this map? Five feet. Five feet. Okay. Five, I don't think we're more than 60 feet. If that's... So, five, uh, it would be 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. Oh, yeah, five, if I'm hugging the wall, but if I'm going straight for the platform. Well, but yeah, but so, oh, for the platform. Yeah, yeah. 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. You can make it to the platform. Because those are cultists there, right? I mean, Yes, yes, they are. Sorry. And the snakes are, can you help me visualize, like, I, I'm assuming they're sort of all spread out, or? Uh, the snakes all sort of approached in a mass right here. Oh, right, okay. Ready all right, to swarm over the cultists. Well, then it would make more sense for me to head over there, too. Yeah, I'll head for the chaos. But I'm uh, not want... going to dash. That would be 30 feet right there. That's 30, okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm like, also running like I'm, like, and sort of, like, my arms are, like, stretched out like I'm in panic, and I'm going to try to subtly um, sleep some of the cultists that are over not like behind the front line from the snakes okay um i'll just that i'll just do a first level sleep so that's um i think 5d8 it is it is 5d8 okay so so that's 19 of course 19 hit points and where are you centering it um as much as possible like directly on just trying to exclude as many of the prisoners as possible, like as much as possible, just like on a chunk of cultists. You're not gonna. You, if you put it the radius in, you're gonna hit everybody, and you want to. In, uh, if you put it on the other outskirts, you're gonna miss a lot of cultists. What about what about that guy that's standing by the edge of the platform by himself? This guy? Over no, here. over there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you could you could do that one if you wanted. Yeah, let's see if I can sleep him. So you. Uh, I'll try to get it. Yeah, between him and the other guy, if I can. Is that? Well, that's not twenty. Feet. That's yeah, not. Yeah, dude, that. that's not twenty feet. So you. Uh, 
rush over, uh, feigning concern and sort of flailing your arms. And in that process, you you reach out to your right and you go, shh, 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 shh. <laughs> and uh, that guy drops. Yeah. And uh, actually, roll a uh, roll a d4. A d4. Yeah. Okay. Oops. Sorry. Uh, that was four. Four. Okay. So he falls backward. Oh damn it! But uh, so he is is down. He's asleep. Uh, and next up, I uh, sorry, the snakes. Oh right. Um, so. Oh sorry. First one is a uh, sixteen hit. It. Oh no, eighteen. Uh, they both hit. So. Wait, sorry, they both? He was just saying. I was saying joking. a 16 or an 18, either would have oh, 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 got it. Okay. So that's, um, then that's six damage, and then Constitution save. Uh, does not make it. Okay, and he takes seven extra poison damage, so for a total of, uh, what can I say? Six and seven is 13. Yeah. 13. Thank so you. he also goes down. Sweet. Next one. Next one. That's uh, not gonna. That's a ten. Uh, ten does not hit. So uh, the that cultist just quickly whips out his dagger and catches the the mouth of the snake. Ooh. So just biting metal. Okay. Next one is a twelve. Uh, twelve just hits. Oh, nice. Okay. And that's another six damage, and for the Constitution speed. Uh, that is an eighteen. Makes that okay. So, so just, uh, just six damage. So he just takes six damage. Uh, as the snake comes, bites him on the flank as he catches the uh, the uh, the mouth of the other one on his blade. Uh, do you want the next snake to attack that same guy? Yeah, well, I'm thinking might as well, yeah. Okay, so it comes up and comes around to attack that same dude. Go ahead and roll the attack. 22. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then that's uh, eight damage. Okay, so he goes down before the poison even pours into his veins. Um, do you want them to keep sort of rolling around this way, or do you want them to cut in between the platform and the uh, the prisoners? Cut in between, I, I guess. Yeah, okay. no problem. No, no, come up to that guy. Go ahead and roll the attack. Uh, um, 20, not natural. That hits. Six damage. Six damage and a 14 on the con save. That saves. Next one. Okay. Next one is um, a 14 to hit. 14 hits. Okay. Uh, and that is seven damage. Seven damage. Also goes down before the poison even hits his veins. Guys, a beast. Literally. <laughs> yes. Yes, they are. Next one. Uh, that's 25. Uh, 25 and... hits. Eight damage. Okay, and then that's a 15 on the con save. Saves, eight total. And then the last one. That's a 16 to hit. Uh, 16 hits. Six damage. And fails the con save. Yes. Um, okay, so that's, so that's an extra 13 damage to him, plus crap. the six. Damage. Okay, and he goes down as well. So de <laughs> decimating the field here, folks. Uh, and now it is the bad guy's turn. There are three cultists, uh, sorry, four cultists still standing because there's one on the platform as well. Um, and one of them is asleep. Let's see, what are they gonna do? <laughs> uh, this one is gonna stride forward and swat at that snake. Is he moving to the threat range of the other snakes or is he? No. Okay. I got it. Don't I'm worry. just asking. 
So it was going to swat, but the snake definitely misses, or definitely dives out of the way. This one is going to walk forward and go after that one. Um, and that is a 14 to hit, which I believe is the AC on the snakes. Um, yes. So, swings with his dagger, and that is seven points of damage. They have 11 they have hit 11 points. hit points, so that's one snake has taken seven points of damage, so he sort of uh, slices it, bleeds, as okay. these creatures often do. Yes. The, um, as, as, as you, you hit them, yeah, as, as we do. all know from snake biology class. Yes, the um, the one that's on the platform. Well, so the one that's that's by the prisoners, um, mm-hmm. sort of hears and sees all of this happen, um, and is going to stay where he is to sort of cover the prisoners right. and make sure that they they remain imprisoned. But he yells to the one that's on the platform and says. Quickly, go retrieve them. Um, so the one on the platform. Oh boy. Is running off in the direction uh, that that group left earlier. Mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> and now it is Yarfik's turn. Okay. I can't stop. I might be able to stop it. I can't stop. So I'm going <sighs> to. Damn, being only able to move 25 feet. I'm gonna go over toward the guy with the, the city guy here, so 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna dash to him, so I'm gonna get right next to him, so my next turn I can do something. Okay. So let me get rich. Cool. Yeah, and he's he's still asleep. He'll be out for the next uh, another nine rounds still. Right. Eowyn is over here, um, seeing the dude uh, who is right up on that snake. Uh, she is going to. She's just gonna do the. Good old-fashioned firebolt uh, because it's what she does. <laughs> um, so that is a twelve to hit uh, because she has finished the Tome of Clear Thought, oh and that raises God. her attack modifier, uh, and that matches the AC. So that is two D10, which is nine points of fire damage on that dude right there. Yes. Uh, who has already taken some damage. Um, So she uh, fires out a firebolt at him, sort of paints up his side, and he goes flying backward, sort of hits the crates, um, and he is dead. Um, And otherwise, she looks very self-satisfied, and it's going to stay put. Uh, Cassian, you're up. Okay. Um, I'm going to keep running. I'm going to modify my run and, and sort of run towards the platform and the guys by the platform because it seems like the snakes have the other guys handled. And as I'm running, I'm also going to sleep the guy that's running away. It's got a range of 90 feet, so I think I should be able to hit him. Yeah, you were within range already. So go ahead okay. and roll your D8s. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, 17. 17. 17? So he also falls in his tracks asleep. Yes. He or she, you don't know. But they are they are asleep. Sick. Uh, okay. And now the snakes. Oh yes. Um, so. So there's one cultist still standing over here. Okay. And the rest um, can kind of go after. Adults. Yeah. The the rest. Well, whatever. We'll see how long it takes to take this guy out. But that's a twenty one to hit. Yeah, that hits. Um, eight damage. Okay, and that's a fifteen on the save. That's a save. There's another snake. 
There's another two snakes right up in his grill. Okay, next snake is a uh, 23 to hit. That hits. Seven damage. And that snake gets a nice meal. Yeah. So then I guess the rest will just slither on over towards whatever cultists are still standing. So they're gonna go. Can they bridge that one foot gap onto the platform or? No. Okay. Wait, is there still a guy on the platform? No, there's no one on the platform, but there's someone on the other side of it. Right. Okay. Um, So they're all approximately there, uh, going sort of towards the first sleeping cultist and Yarfik. They're they're about to slither around your feet. Yep. Uh, And next up is the bad guys. Uh, of which there's only one left who is still uh, upright. So the two that are sleeping are sleeping. The one who is uh, who is sort of making sure the prisoners remained imprisoned is actually going to uh, walk over to the middle of the prisoners. Um, it's, it's where I put him was fine. Sorry, I'm just trying to help. Um, <laughs> I'm just trying to help. Uh, and he uh, takes his his two daggers and he he just essentially puts his arms around the necks of two of them and puts the daggers right up to their throats, not not cutting their throats but slicing in enough that that it's already drawing blood. Okay. And uh, he 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 looks out to you and says, "Do what you will, but they will come with me." I guess oh, I, I guess I, our roots didn't work. Disguised in form. Uh, he he may not necessarily be talking to you specifically, no. but he has. Uh, it's clear that he doesn't think the snakes just happened. I see. So okay. he may be saying it to like the ethereal whoever. Uh, Yarfik, you're up. Uh, okay, uh, I'm gonna try to. No, I'm gonna leave him there. I'm gonna cross onto the platform. Okay. And try to like look like I'm checking on the prisoner, like right there. Okay. And then. I'm gonna hold person. Mm. Okay. What's the? No, it's uh, not touch. Right? It's... No, it's not no, touch. It's 60 feet. So I'm within 60 feet. So I'm gonna I'm gonna hold person on him. So he okay. can't move. What's the save in the DC? Uh, it is a wisdom saving throw, and the DC is 14. And that is a 15. Oof. The DC is only 14 now. My DC is only 14. Yeah. Um, oh. but I did say the word for it is wait. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, so you uh, attempt to cast this spell uh, on him, um, but he is like so hopped up on adrenaline and everything that's happening right now that he's able to shake it off. But he also sees you casting a spell right. on him and feels that energy try to bind him. Dang it! So he is he is aware that you at least are part of the problem. Right. Eowyn is up next. She's all the way over there. She's all the way over here, so she's going to walk closer. Tentatively. Gonna get about there, sort of try to go around the snakes. She understands that they're good guys, but she's still like snakes. Right. (laughs) Um, And um, she's gonna cast, hmm. She's torn. She wants to cast Magic Missile, but at the same time, she sees that the the knives are right up against the the throats of those two civilians. Mm -hmm. And she's worried that the force of hitting him might cause, like, the the knives to dig in deeper. So she's going to hold uh, her Magic Missile for when the civilians are no longer in imminent danger. Mm -hmm. Uh, Cassian, you're up. Mm -hmm. Cassian, I'm going to be stumped about the hostage situation, not going to lie. 
um, I guess, um, I guess I'm just I'm gonna continue pretending like I'm on the guy's side. Um, and as I'm like running up to pretend to like check on the pulse of the sleeping person, I'm gonna look up at the the last guy standing and be like, "Who do you think you're threatening? They're snakes." Which sleeping person are you checking on? The one that's right in front of me. Okay. So you're you're just saying, "Who do you think you're threatening? They're snakes." Yeah, and oh, and I'm gonna say, "Run, you idiot." Okay. And you, this is just you're just saying this. Yeah. No, no saying, magic kind of, whammy kind of or anything. Yeah. Okay. Uh, roll persuasion. Okay. Um, okay. So, um, Ajia's tear mm-hmm. gives me advantage on persuasion, I believe, right? When you're telling the truth. That, well, they are snakes. <laughs> and I'm just asking you a question. They're telling to run. Yeah, that's, that's not really a lie. I'm just telling them you should run. So, uh, so the what you are saying is, who are you threatening? They're just snakes. Uh, okay, I guess they're not just snakes. And you know who he's threatening. Right. He's threatening the person who summoned the snakes, which not is right. you. Or so he thinks. He thinks it might probably might be me. He just thinks it's somebody. He knows well, so that wait. someone here is fucking with them. Then do I have disadvantage? Yes, you do. Okay. All right. Oh shit. Okay, Captain, you lucky bastard. So my lowest roll was a fourteen plus my plus tens of deception. Okay. So, <laughs> He uh, goes, I, I I see that they're just snakes, <laughs> but that one tried to cast magic on me. Help me, brother. And he uh, drops the, the civilians. They sort of like fall to the ground and like scurry back as much as they can. And he hops onto the platform. Bring it on. Uh, going towards Yarfik. Does he get hit with magic missile on the way in? Uh, he does not because Aowen didn't. Actually, I guess Aowen did specify what the conditions were. So, so yeah. So her magic missile is gonna go off first. She was just doing it at first level. <laughs> this guy's just gonna get relaxed right now. Not a first level. No, I don't think so. That's still like three d four. He's got a week in hell. Uh, so that is. Um, so just as soon as he drops the cultists and they're uh, drops the civilians rather, and they're no longer in harm's way, those three white hot darts. Uh, pop up from Aowen, one over each shoulder, one over her head, and they fly forward, zooming around everything, and they just hit him center mass in the chest, sending him flying backwards, doing 10 points of damage, and he falls, twitches once, and then stops moving. He sort of, like, lands, like, on the civilians. (laughs) Um... Uh, but he is not moving. The uh, the knives don't hit any of them, so they they are safe for the time being. Uh, you've still got these two sleepy babies. Yeah. Are the snakes gonna keep attacking them until they're dead? Uh, I mean, probably. All right. I'll let the snake handle the cleanup. Let's <laughs> um, be prisoners. Yeah. So the uh, I mean the snakes can do that pretty easily. There's still eight of them. And uh, they have advantage because they're doing melee attacks on prone, so. You can also send them out into the city for an hour and just have them wreak havoc. No, I want to bring them with us if we can find a way to do that. So you go over to, are you going to deal with the ones in the cages first? Or are you going to deal with the chained up ones by the rope? What are you doing? Um, Yarfix by the guys in the cages, so I'll take the ones by the, the chained up guys by the rope. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm going to basically try to bash the lock apart or whatever I can do with it. So roll the strength check. Because I don't, I don't have any thieves tools, so. Nope. Yeah. That's a 17. 17? Uh, yeah. So you, you go to that one cage, you sort of heft your warhammer up and swing down, and the lock shatters. 
you swing it open and this uh, uh, woman, uh, she looks fit and healthy, but also like dirty and tired is sort of like cowering on the inside because you're still wearing the robes. I kind of pull my hood back a bit and say, it's all right. I'm a priest of a G. I'm here to save you. Oh, oh, God, thank you. Quickly, Thank you. quickly, off the platform. Let's go. She scrambles out and goes off the platform. Meanwhile, Don't Cassian, worry about the snakes. <laughs> Cassian, roll with your thieves' tools. Yeah, um, that is 22. Uh, yeah, so you um, you pop the locks on... It's just sort of going down the line, popping the, the locks on the manacles. He's pop locking? Yes, yeah, so he's popping mm-hmm. and locking. Uh, popping and unlocking. Ah, uh, there you go. Um, and yeah, you... Them. Free them. As I'm letting them loose, I'm going to say, um, the, the snakes are with us. Don't worry about them. Are any of you fighters, warriors? No, we're all, we're all just, I mean, we all just live here. We're all just workmen and, and, and women. That's we, okay. We're going to try and get you out. I just wanted to know if, uh, if there was anybody who knew how to swing a sword. I mean, uh, we, we know how. We're not idiots, but we're not. It takes skill. I'm not trying to disparage you. I just want to know. Cassian, less level. talking, God. more saving. Let's go. Haven't we been through enough? I'm fair. I can see how. I'm moving over to. Turn By the way, the this, this thing this thing takes all nine of you to operate, huh? Pretty heavy platform. Yes. Damn. Okay. Why do you need to get down there? Was, yeah, thinking about it. Gate, Cassian. We need to get to the gate first. Yeah, but we gotta get you guys out of the gate, though. I'm not gonna make you stand around here and lower us down. That would be that would be callous. Good. What um? How many of these uh things? creatures have you seen hefted out of here by the way which which one are you talking about yeah you're you're steadily going through and opening the other cages which ones are you talking about the the beasts from the pit the trolls and the and the gargoyles oh oh uh i i don't know uh, i've only been here for a day or so and i think uh. i've seen I, I honestly haven't been keeping track they they just replace us every time that we fall so I don't think any one of us has been here since the beginning. Cassian, we need to get out of this square now. We need to get these people off the street. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, I'm just trying to get some intel, and while you were finishing unlocking them, let's go. All right, we're here's the plan, guys. Um, you can you gonna... can see that uh, one of the rope ladders is starting to sway a little bit in the pit. Oh shit! Hand well, axe, right? yeah, and cut it. <laughs> okay, so you cut it. You don't hear like a Wilhelm scream or anything Dang like it. that. But, can we drop uh, the platform on them? Wait. <laughs> Do we, want to make that much, do we want to make that much noise? If they, it sounds like they're already alerted down there, right? They might be. Is that the only rope ladder that's there? There are four rope ladders. Oh, God. I say keep the platform up, take out the rope ladders so they can't get up. All right. I mean, here's here's what I'm saying, though. The, the rope ladder, like, they've seen one rope ladder cut already, so they know something's wrong. Let's drop a platform on them. How do we get down there, then? We have a rope of climbing or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. We do. do we have that magic rope that lets us just climb wherever. <laughs> I think it, it. I don't know if it like. Exce- I don't think it extends itself infinitely out, but still. Well, okay, you don't know how when... far down the pit goes. Exactly. No. Well, how long is the rope? I mean, I, I turn to the prisoners. I say, uh, I try to think how to ask this. When you raise and lower that thing, how deep does it seem to go? Do you have a sense how long this rope is? Um, it's pretty far. We we usually pull it back for more than a minute. More than a minute, but it's you, it cranks pretty slowly, right? I mean, well, no, how, how, the ten how, of us we're pretty good together. <laughs> Why do you keep you insulting us? Show me? 
I'm not trying. Oh my god! I, I'm cutting I the rope see, ladder. You can see how thing. far back the rope goes. It's already up at the top. The platform is up okay. there. Okay, I'm cutting well, the great. rope. Then how far? Is it? Um, how it's the the they have to walk the rope back pretty damn far. Um, okay. so uh, you would estimate that that pit is probably 150 to 200 feet deep. Okay, here's here's what I'm saying, uh, <laughs> We, we have this whole rope that they've been using to raise and lower this thing, right? If we cut the platform off right near the end of the rope, then we should be able to use this rope as long as we can find some way to anchor it to lower ourselves down. Fine. I'm cutting the rope ladders at this point. You get to work on the on the giant rope. Okay. Dang, how am I going to do that? <laughs> it, I guess I'm going to cut, like, as close, like, I'm going to be by, like, the very edge of the pit and, like, just cut it, you know, as, as far out onto the edge as I can. Okay, so you're you're cutting the rope... As it trails like to, the, to the, the yoke. edge of the pit, and I'm cutting as close to the to the platform of the rope as I can. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, go ahead and roll an attack. Okay. Um, I'll use Aja's tear since why not? Okay. Um, so you you whip out Aja's tear. All of the uh, all of the civilians are like are like shield their eyes. Okay. Um, well, uh, that's a fifteen. Roll damage. Okay. Aji's tear gives me plus seven to damage, so that's um, fifteen damage also. Fifteen damage, okay. So uh, fifteen to fifteen. What are the odds? There you are. So oh. you swing with Aji's tear, and this is a, this is a very like thick rope. It's obviously made to to hold a lot of weight. And you uh, you swing down once and you cut through like halfway of it, um, and then you raise your hand again and you swing down again, um, and you sort of slice through, uh, leaving like just sort of one one string that's like barely holding it, and you can see it strain, and then it finally snaps, and the platform yeah. uh, just sort of begins to like first it just sort of slowly falls as the rope goes uh, through the pulley, and then once it clears the pulley, it just tumbles down. Um, yes. And you can hear it like cacophonously hitting the sides of the uh, of the 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 shaft that it's it's heading down until you finally hear this loud slam as it hits the bottom. Let's get out of here now. Yeah. Okay, head for the west gate, everyone. We're gonna get you out of here. So you uh, lead this group of now sixteen people, dirty, hungry civilians. Uh, and snakes, snakes and eight snakes. Uh, this is quite a parade. We're all stealthing. Uh, and you, you leave via the west end of this plaza, uh, heading towards the gate of the Sawtooth, and that is where we'll end this episode. Dang! Yeah. I love infiltrating. And then making as much noise as possible. Yeah, well, you gotta, you gotta bust out of the Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the socials at IWVTCast. You can email us your questions and encouraging words at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com. And you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at teampumanife.com. You see that ever-so-cute subscribe button? Yeah, that one right there. Don't you want to pet it? It's so soft and adorable, and giving it a tap will ensure that you never miss an episode. And while you're at it, why not give us a five-star review? You're already petting stuff, so pet the stars, too. Now, we gotta talk about Patreon. 
You can support us at patreon.com slash IWVTCast, and that support means a ton to us. It's an incredible vote of confidence in this little program, and we cannot thank you enough. To all our current patrons and anyone that has given in the past, you are the bee's knees. Lastly, we ask you to boot up your Windows 95 and install your America Online so you can go to iwvt.wikia.com and read character bios and episode recaps and more. Big props to everyone that has contributed to the wiki so far. It's coming along great. The improvised weapons theme, fight music, and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can hear Adam's latest album, The Badger Flies at Dawn, on Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify, and you can check out the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from BattleBards.com. To use them in your game, follow the link in the episode description to sign up for BattleBards Prime, or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. Tune in next time to find out just what Ildov has been up to. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons. This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>